Hi, and welcome back to the New Way Forward podcast. I'm your host, Victor Haug. And today, I want to talk about something I've spent a lot of time thinking about, which are the, the different types of human pitfalls or difficulties or delusions. Things that bring us away from success in life, things that make life more difficult, things that really challenge us and push us um, in the most difficult sort of ways. And I believe that there's three main ones. And it's interesting, before we get into what they are, to think about how we, as as members of society, relate to the different delusions in different ways. How we sort of have value judgments on which one is better than than the other, which one's worse, which one's more socially acceptable. Um, Because they all ruin people's lives. So, the three as I understand them to be, are um, the desire for power, which is also the desire to accumulate wealth, the same sort of thing. I think you could, in a nutshell, call it greed. Greed for power, greed for money. The greed simply wants to accumulate that, that, that thing, the money, the power, the position, the status. Um, they want to consolidate it and acquire it and build it up. Um, and with this, we see it a lot. And for me, this is one of the most interesting ones to think about because it's so acceptable in our society and around the world. It's even encouraged. I think greed is actually encouraged. And we're going to circle back to it in a sec, but let me outline the other two first. The second one is lust, so sexual desire, which in itself isn't bad, but in excess or without proper control is bad. And we can see this in how it ruins lives. It ruins great relationships. It ruins families through infidelity. That's the most obvious example. But also people who simply can't control their sexual desires have a hard time in any relationship. And I think we all know people who have gone through their youth in a very sort of promiscuous way, which isn't necessarily the worst thing. I mean, people can bounce back from that, but but if it becomes a habit, if, if the inability to control one's lust becomes chronic, it really inhibits a lot of different experiences in life, the most obvious of which is a positive and healthy long-term relationship or having a family. I mean, I think those things are almost unattainable someone has really no control over their sexual impulses. And this one in our society is sort of in the middle ground. It's not, it's not encouraged to be sure, like I think greed is, but it's, it's not really looked down on completely. I think also just because it's so normal. And as an aside, I think all of the three pitfalls or delusions are incredibly common. It's just a question of where our value judgments lie. And so that brings us to the third one, which is the desire for intoxication. So that can be through alcohol or drugs. And, of course, we know how this can also ruin people's lives through alcoholism, through addiction, through people spending all their money on, on whatever it is, going to the bar or having doing cocaine or heroin or whatever it is, or even with marijuana. I mean, I don't think marijuana is the worst thing in the world, but I know people who 
smoke multiple times a day. And I think it does affect their ability to function um, as an employee, as a worker, as friend, as whatever it is, fill in the gap. So even on the low, the low end, I mean, we can see how the, the negative consequences manifest for the abuse of these things. <clears throat> and just like with the other two, it's not necessarily bad to have have a beer, but nor is it wrong to have sex. The question is, how are we going to approach it? Nor is it wrong to want to accumulate some wealth or power. None of these things are wrong. In fact, I think they're integral parts of the human existence. So I, I don't, I'm not trying to promote an attitude of prudishness at all. I'm simply trying to point out what the issues are and what their natural consequences are and to, to highlight how we relate to them in different ways. So before I go into the specifics of these delusions, I think it's really interesting to think about how society encourages some and shames another. So in my opinion, at least in the United States, and I think really all over the world, because I, I have lived all over the world as well, everywhere I've been, greed in a lot of circles, especially in sort of urban settings, but I mean in anywhere, is, is really encouraged. And someone who sort of gets to the top of the heap, makes the most money, accumulates the most wealth, even if he has to, to step on some toes to get there. I mean, it's sort of something that is implicitly understood. Like you have to cut some corners to get to the top. You have to cheat. You have to lie. You have to steal. You have to do whatever it is to get your way to the top. But once you're there, it's all worth it because you've got the beautiful house. You've got the trophy wife. You've got the car. You've got the kids going to private schools. All of that thing which is not the American dream, but that's what people like to depict it as. I like to think of the American dream as being comfortable and free, not necessarily excessively wealthy, whatever that means. And I think it's fine to be wealthy. But anyway, so I think it's like, as a, a group mentality, we've, we've tagged the greed, the greed as something that's okay. You know, and if you ruin your life to get there, well, join the ranks. Join the ranks of a lot of other successful people who have ruined their lives, who have ruined their connection to their family, who have ruined their relationship, who have ruined their friendships over, you know, mistreating other people in order to get ahead financially. Or maybe, you know, the money goes to their head and they have affairs, which gets into lust, but whatever. Um, it's just funny to me how. That's acceptable. And I, I'm i not living around that, but I went to schools like Stanford where people really did want to, really, really wanted to get rich, really, really wanted to make it to the top of society and have power, have money. And I, I generally think people at Stanford are great people. And I think there's other schools that are better examples of where you find that kind of <clears throat> greed that wanting greed and that desire to accumulate power. But it's still instructive in highlighting the point because I don't think it's a stretch to say that our society really is okay with it and even encourages it. Um, and so then moving on to the second one with lust, you know, we can also see the pitfalls in that. But I think what I really wanted to move on to was <clears throat> this comparison between how society treats greed and how it treats intoxication. <clears throat> because there's a lot of people who have, especially in the 
last 10 years, or the last 20 years, just in, in the 21st century, who have had substance abuse problems with opioids. And they're really considered like pariahs in society. They're considered to be something less than everyone else. Or you could you could say that about people who are addicted to meth or cocaine or whatever it is. I think potheads right now are pretty accepted. <laughs> but for the other drugs, they're not. And <clears throat> these people are struggling. They don't want to be addicted to a substance. Like they, Their lives are getting ruined too. And yet our society's reaction to it is to shame them. And not that people are consciously doing it, but implicitly there's this understanding, I think a false understanding that, man, that's really bad, you know, to get addicted to a drug like that. And all I wanted to point out really in this podcast is, well, what about the other addictions that we have? What about the addiction to power? What about the addiction to influence and money? I mean, how many lives have been ruined because of those feelings? I mean, look at our, so many of our politicians are so addicted to power, to money. And as a politician, there's really not that many good ways to get rich unless you're cheating. But somehow it doesn't, it doesn't have this like stench to it collectively for us as a society. It's like we don't, it doesn't make us want to wretch. It doesn't make us want to vomit when we hear of these like bankers just screwing people over. You know, like with the mortgage-backed securities in 2008. I mean, bankers almost sunk our entire economy. And, and they sent us into a huge recession because of greed. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily blame them specifically for trying to maximize profits, but it's just, it's just showing that nor do I blame someone for wanting to get high. And I think there's probably ways to deal with both that are better than what we're doing. But it's like, is one really worse than the other? That's all I'm saying. That's the only question I want to really raise today. Is, is drug addiction really worse than money addiction? I mean, I know a lot of people who are very successful, very wealthy. Some of them have great relationships. Some of them have great lives. It's fine. But a lot of them have made huge sacrifices in terms of human connections to get where they got, to, to accumulate that wealth. And even I have friends who have worked in like investment banks. And after a few years in there, even if it's only a couple of years, they're not the same person they went in as. I mean, it chews people up and spits them out just like a drug addiction does. You know, guys I went to college with when I was 20, now they're 30, and some of them have, have gone into that world. It's like, I just see how the life's just been sucked out of them. Like, there's just almost nothing left of them. Maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but they're really drained. You know, their vitality, their joy for their joy of life, it's, it's so undermined, it's so compromised by going into that machine of greed and accumulation of wealth. And I think there's really good ways to get wealthy. I, I think there's nothing wrong with getting wealthy. And I think, especially with entrepreneurs, you see these great businesses getting put forward that are making people a lot of money. Like I think Airbnb and Uber are great examples because those are, those are companies that allow lots of people to get an extra buck in their pocket. And yeah, you could argue, oh, it's undermining the taxi industry, it's undermining the hotel industry, but but I mean, the hotel owners are going to be fine if their bookings go down a little bit. Like, no one's going to shed any tears over the owner of, like, Hilton, the Hilton hotel chain, hotel chain or their executives. No one's, no one's worried about their material well-being. But, like, my parents, they opened up an Airbnb business um, with an apartment 
in the downstairs of their house, and they do really well with it, and it really helps them. It makes a big difference for them. And there's tons, there's probably millions of examples of that all over the world. And probably whoever came up with Airbnb is like a billionaire now. And I have no problem with that because that wealth is connected to something that's really helping a lot of people, not necessarily hurting them. And banking can have a great role in society too. So I don't mean to bash on them particularly, but it's it's also a really obvious example of of a way of life, of a career that chews people up and spits them out. And some people make it through okay, but a lot of people don't. And a lot of people, because of the greed, because of the restlessness and the, the lust for money and power, it's like they also go right into cocaine addictions in that sort of line of work. So they sort of bleed into each other at some point. Um, I, I just think it's really important for us as a society to think about. I'm not saying bankers should stop being bankers, and I'm not saying people who use drugs need to even stop using drugs. I think they should try. I think everyone should try to live the healthiest life they can, but that doesn't mean we have to be prudes. All I'm saying is, like, let's let's really reflect on our values as a society, and let's really think about, is a is a drug addict, is someone with substance abuse problems, actually a worse member of our society than someone who's addicted to money, who's willing to run roughshod over everyone in their path to accumulate wealth? Like, who's actually hurting more people? Who's actually doing more damage to our society? It's something to think about. I'm not, I know I'm sort of implying there that there's a clear answer that greed is worse, but I don't, I don't think that. I just think that our society, this is what I wanted to say. Every person has a sort of a predilection to falling into one of the three pitfalls. Even, I think, from the moment we were born, and then you add in our, our family, um, our upbringing, our experiences in our youth, it's like, but we all have a certain pattern. It's probably in our DNA of which one we're more likely to fall into, creed, lust, or intoxication. But as a society, let's just say as a country in the United States, as an entity, the United States is was predisposed to falling into the trap of greed. Greed even for worldly power, for worldly influence. You know, you can look into the, the sort of chess moves we've, we've done to try to um, increase our leverage in the Middle East with the wars there. It's like that was also a lust for power. That was also a type of greed, a greed for influence. We have, I spent a lot of time in Latin America. The U.S. is very greedy for influence in Latin America as well. And I think the U.S. is an amazing country. I think it's the freest country in the world, and I'm proud to be from the United States, and I'm proud to be an American. But that doesn't mean we can't honestly criticize ourselves. And I, I'm, I, I dislike when people bash the U.S. for our, our, our shortcomings, because I think what we represent is something really good in general. We have our problems, too, but I think we are a, a net positive in the world, big time. And... You just look at all the countries that have become democracies since we became a democracy, and it's incredible. I mean, America leads the way in a lot of in a lot of ways, but our downfall, what we have to be careful for as a country and as a people, and this is also true, I think, for Germany. This is true for China. This is true for England. Our downfall is our lust for power and our greed to accumulate wealth. If we could deal with that and address that honestly we would go, we would evolve so fast if, if collectively we started seeing things in that light. And we started questioning, okay, 
we're looking at, you know, junkies on the street, homeless people who are junkies, and we it's easy to see the problem with their lifestyle. God bless them. Our hearts go out to them, but it's easy to see the problem with their lifestyle. It's easy to see the pain they cause also to their family. But let's also look at the pain caused by an excess of greed. You know, think about people you know in your life who have burned bridges, who have destroyed relationships, who have ruined their their connection to their family because of their greed, or who have even just ruined their own ability to live life with joy. Let's just think about that, because there's millions of examples of that just in our own country. And I think if we can raise our awareness on that issue, it's going to change a lot of things going down the line. So I hope that was thought-provoking and um, interesting for you all. And we look forward to you coming back soon.